This is the Nordic Football Guys Podcast. What is up, everybody? It is the Nordic Football Guys. I am your host, Hayden, and I am joined, as always, with my co-host, Antti. Antti, why don't you say hello? Morientes. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm doing great again. Uh, still, the weather is nice here, so we can do some outing, even though we try to be inside as much as we can, possibly, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's... It's not always possible to stay inside for longer than eight hours, it, it, at least not for me. Yeah, it, so, it's impossible. Yeah. Uh, it's nice that uh, at least we have the, the dog so that I can get out a little bit every day, walk around, try to get out for an hour even. Yeah, I, I have my wife. So she needs outing time more than I do. Yeah, so. that's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, so before we get too far along, I I just want to say that we have a really exciting episode to go today. We are joined For sure. with, Yeah, we are joined with uh two pretty interesting characters. We're joined with uh Al and we are joined with Ryan. And Al is in one of our uh dynasty leagues and we've mentioned it quite a few times. It's called the Twittersphere League. And so we'll go over through with him. And Ryan is a uh, starting out podcaster, and we're excited to hear what he's got going on. And they're both Dynasty-focused, so we thought, what better time to have some Dynasty-focused guys than right after the NFL draft, and they can give us their thoughts about it. What do you think about that, Antti? Exactly the case. I'm so happy to have both of these guys here. And without further ado, let's uh, introduce these guys better. Why don't we start with Ryan, since your your screen is first in in the zoom that we have this in so uh why don't you go ahead just a quick history about you and your fantasy football career and and other general thoughts yeah well uh, again yeah thanks for having me guys uh really excited about this episode and being being able to be a part of this and um fantasy football i've been in dynasty leagues and league for about eight years uh really really fascinated by it i think it's a cool aspect to be able to hang on to players and kind of build your team almost like you're the GM. So really, really enthusiastic about that. Um, I'm from Wisconsin. I've been, I played football. I've been playing just fantasy in general, probably since about sixth or seventh grade. Um, So I've got a lot of years of experience. I put in a lot of time and research and all the dynasty stuff that I do. I just, it's what I love to do and what I I love to talk about. So um, I'm actually part of a podcast called Black in the Back. So we're just starting out and it's so far I love it. So we appreciate you having me on. Yeah. We're, we're actually fans of it as well. Antti and I, we listened to your last um, uh, mock draft episode that came out last week and I, you got you and your co-host have quite a nice rapport. So yeah, you guys, you guys are quite good. So anybody that's listening to this definitely should go and check them out. So uh, did you mention where they could find you on Twitter or Instagram or anything? No, uh, we have a Twitter account. It's at Dynasty Block. We post all of our episodes. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, pretty much uh, Anchor. If you listen through Anchor, so if you want to go see what we're all about, if you have any questions, uh, hit us up at Dynasty Block, and we'd be sure to get back to you right away. Otherwise, give us a listen. Tell us what you think. Awesome. Yeah, that that's right. really great. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, one quick question before we really get started. To you, uh, you're from Wisconsin, of course, but what's your favorite team? Oh, I'm a Packer guy. Yeah, I, I'm uh, through and through. Yeah. Um, if I had to go off of the Wisconsin train, obviously I'm a huge Badger fan and a diehard Packer fan. But 
Um, for a long time, I was a Houston Texans guy. I don't oh, know wow. what it was, but I think it was because they started drafting all the Wisconsin people. They had, uh, <laughs> yeah. they had a couple of Wisconsin tight ends. They had J.J. Watt. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I really liked him. I was a big Matt Schaub guy back in the day. So, yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Texans guy, I would say. Okay, Texans guy. But I guess as a Packers fan, you had – this draft was interesting to you, kind of. You had a shocker of a first round. There was a shocking first round pick. But we'll get into that later. First, let's, <laughs> yeah. introduce, let's introduce our second guest. This is uh, Al. Al is in our Twittersphere League, which we had mentioned. And, Al, why don't you say a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Al Alex Duchesne's. Uh, you can find me at Duchesne's underscore on Twitter. Um, I've been playing fantasy football since about, I think it was 2003. So it's been a long time. Um, started with just the standard leagues and we, uh, I saw the P- we got into PPR and then we got into the keeper leagues and then about five, six years ago, I started doing dynasty leagues. So seen it. it's been cool to watch the progression of fantasy football and mainstream it used to be this little niche hobby. And now it's, it's it's huge and it's awesome. I love to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely huge. It's big enough now that it's made its way to Finland. I think that we're the <laughs> the first fantasy podcast, or at least one of the bigger fantasy podcasts in Finland. So at least that's got to be cool. Biggest in the country. <laughs> yeah, it's not that big of a country, so it's not hard <laughs> to do. Yeah, but, do you have any any I guess how many people live here? In Finland, uh, eight mil. No. Oh, wow. Half that. Yeah, five point <laughs> four must be like the exact number. Yeah, yeah I think that's the population of Boston. Roughly. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the it's the size of a nice city. Let's say. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lot, yeah, lots of lakes, lots of nature because the country itself is so long. But uh, Al, uh, we I've noticed that you are a fantasy writer as well. So how long oh, have yeah. you been doing that? So I just started with that a couple months ago with uh, Dynasty Football Factory as a staff writer just to be able to put um, some pen to paper, I guess, about what I like to what I what I see in the fantasy world. Um, that's a subscription website. It's twenty dollars for the year, but you get you do get a lot of writers and a lot of content. But yeah, Dynasty Football Factory, Duchesne's. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much my handle for most things. I'm surprised I have my full name up here at the top, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's okay. But uh, yeah, so have you written anything that you're particularly proud of recently that we should check out? So I've, I think I got four or five articles. One's coming that should be a heater. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Bill Belichick's greatest coaching mistakes. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, exciting. keep an eye out for that one. For so sure. I, I, I'm from Massachusetts. I forgot to say that. So I grew up watching the Patriots every Sunday on one TV, Red Zone on the other. So I've screamed at my TV a lot for Bill. He isn't perfect <laughs> as much as everyone wants to tell you that. Yeah. Um, another one that I was really proud of was a Montez Sweat article because uh, I'm a I I focus on dynasty, but I do like IDP, individual defensive player. And right. Montez Sweat, uh, great prospect, kind of disappointed last year, but about a month ago I wrote an article because you bring in uh, uh, Ron Rivera and he brought in the D-line coach with them from the Panthers, and then you add Chase Young to the other side. Watch out for Montez Sweat this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess if you're really into IDP, then the Panthers draft is one to keep an, an eye on. Because, oh, yeah. Derek Brown. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I remember correctly, I, 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 haven't, I don't have it up, but they took only defensive players this year. 
Oh, is that true? That'd be interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Yeah, l- let me take yeah. a look. Uh, that that yeah. Seems, yeah, that's correct. So I, wow. and I yeah, so it, for IDP, that it doesn't get better than that, especially for <laughs> yeah. fantasy. But uh, yeah, we we don't focus on that, so we'll leave yeah, it there. Yeah, but, but yeah, but before uh, we really move on to any meet, we asked Ryan. But what about you? I guess you're from Massachusetts. So what? But what team do you root oh, for? The- uh, hey, uh, the Patriots. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know, as a, 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 a young guy that grew up in North Carolina, and I was about, I had to be eight. I guess you and me were about the same age. Well, we were the same age. So it was the first. We are now. So. Yeah, we are. It was the first uh, Super Bowl I remember really caring about because the Panthers were in the Super Bowl and yeah, the Patriots broke our. Too. Yeah, great Super Bowl. Interesting halftime show, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Classic. Oh, it was that year. Yeah, now <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it w- broke my heart. I'll I'll never uh, forget it, and I'll never forgive the Patriots for that. But you know, they they have something going for them that's really special. So as a fan, it must fi- must be interesting to to. Yeah, win. you know, you get to watch the wins, and then you get the lows of all the scandals that come out and you have to try and say, no, it's not that bad. And then <laughs> you're the Patriots fan going, Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Is Jared Siddham the answer? Uh, Good I was question. hoping for hurt so bad. <laughs> I wanted hurt so bad. And then he, he goes to Philly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That was a crazy pig. Yeah. You guys have uh, an interesting chapter coming up the Patriots. So, for sure. We'll see how good Belichick truly is without exactly. Tom Brady. And I think that's really exciting to see. What are you, what are your Isn't thoughts? It? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think Bill is low key, not a good GM, but a great coach that makes up for it. Mm-hmm. And it will be very interesting to see what goes down this year. I mean, Cam Newton's still out there. You gotta have hope there. I think. Yeah. I don't I- that would be the one thing that could possibly make me a Patriots fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, let's think about it though. That is way too cool for Bill Belichick. To do. It is too exciting. Yeah. Yeah. He's but. not, he's not some no name guy out of nowhere. That That's Bill. Exactly. Belichick. Out of some D2 school. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I think Stidham, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and know and say, I think he's going to be the next guy, but you don't I, think he's right. the next Tom Brady. No, sorry. <laughs> it's no. Okay. Uh, but I, I think they can. It'll be interesting because now we'll be caring about the uh, division <laughs> because yeah. it's going to be a good race for the division. I think yeah. Miami had a great draft. Brian Flores is uh, bringing them together really mm-hmm. well. So, I, I think it's good. It's good for football. Yeah, really exciting. It, yeah, it, maybe it's good to like have the king take a step back. Who knows yeah. what they're going to be though? It's mm-hmm. it's kind of exciting. Um. We talked Ryan, about my – yeah, go on, Auntie, sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, Ryan, did you have a comment on that? Oh, I was going to say – I was just talking about Jared Stidham. He looked uh, he looked pretty decent in preseason last year, but I'm just worried about some of their other pieces. They're, Julian Edelman's getting older, and I got a feeling, like you said, Bill Belichick, I think he's a little sneaky because I don't think he really cares that much if they're going to win or lose this year because there's a good quarterback class coming up again next year. Yeah. Or that might be where they go get their guy. They'll see what they have in Stidham, and if they don't do well, then I mean that's all right. Yeah, that's it a good stuff, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not uh, so hot on Edelman now after Brady. Mm-hmm. I think it was like mostly mostly Brady that Brady that made him. So yeah, yeah. I would steer away from him even in, even in three drafts, and especially in Dynasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I'm what do you think that dynasty. you can, if you have him in Dynasty, what do you think that you could get out from him now? Battleman? Yeah. I don't think you're going to get a whole lot. I'd be a McDouble. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, some, some fab. I mean, he's, fab he's, pretty, he's old yeah. and now his quarterback who made him just left. I, I'd be, if you could get a third. I'd be yeah, that's what I was just thinking, a third of maybe a second out of somebody, out of, out of, a, out of a Pats fan. <laughs> out of the truther but yeah. i think Nikhil harry will take a big bump up because tom didn't really feel the need to go to a rookie who missed the first half of last year yeah and i agree i think the coaching staff's gonna come in and say stidham throw the ball to our first round pick yeah. he's an animal so i hope for um a lot of dynasty for the dynasty value of uh, Nikhil harry that he can take the step up because last year he was virtually nothing he mm-hmm. was at the point that I remember uh, people were considering dropping him in Dynasty. Maybe people that don't follow Dynasty that much, but he was he was just a roster clog if your rosters aren't that long on uh, Oh, Dynasty. he's on mine. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine as a Pats fan. <laughs> he's got all the talent, man. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. I, I think that things – it could be an interesting year for him. I, I'm hopeful. Yeah, me too. For Harry's outlook anyways. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so to let, let, let's kick things off. Anthe, do you want to ask the first question? Or I suppose I can. Yeah. Uh, if we take the look of the first QBs drafted, uh, do you think that they always start? And if so, who do you think is going to perform the best fantasy wise? Maybe we'll start with Al. So I think Joe Barrow comes out and starts right away. I mean, there'll probably be some headlines saying, Ooh, they're in a battle with Dalton, but Joe Barrow comes out and starts. I don't expect Tua to start right away in Miami. I expect to give him at least a couple of weeks. Go with Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't expect Justin Herbert to start right away. Uh, Ty- Ty- I think that's going to be Tyrod's show for at least a few weeks. I think Herbert. I'm a, I'm a big Oregon fan. I love college football. I'll, I'll be definitive in my fandom of Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not big on Justin Herbert. Um, he's got all the tools, but his coaching staff either didn't trust him or didn't want him to get exposed because he didn't throw me on the line of scrimmage like, ever and, he, and he's got the arms got everything but he's definitely a project i think uh the other quarterbacks there were jordan love i don't expect jordan love to start with Aaron Rodgers there unless he gets hurt so yeah i expect joe barry to come out of the gate produce qb2 level and the others might be a stash for a while mm. Well, if there's one thing that I've noticed about Tyrod, it is he's the type of guy that makes it so that you want to put your rookie quarterback in as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, like Nathan Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Nathan Peterman, Baker Mayfield. That's just classic Tyrod. You're right. <laughs> yeah, he's in it. He's in his ideal situation. Yeah. What about Ryan? What What's your takes? Um. I mean, I think Al hit that pretty good. I think Joe Burrow starts right away. I bet you they, like he, like Al said, they're going to give some headlines about how they're not going to just hand it to him. They're going to make him earn it, and it's going to be a competition until about week one of the preseason. And, yeah. and that. Um, I agree with Al. I don't think Tua starts right away. I think Fitz is good enough uh, to at least serviceable to let Tua kind of get acclimated, uh, make sure he's 100% from that hip. Um, and when you said you were an Oregon Oregon fan, Al, I was actually kind of excited because I thought you were going to say you loved Herbert, and I was going to disagree with you. <laughs> no. no. No, I'm real. I'm a realist in everything. Yeah. So Herbert's going to the Chargers, and you guys were right. I think 
Tyrod will probably play about three games, four games, and then he's out of there. And then they're going to let Herbert just get annihilated probably. Mm-hmm. They don't have a great O-line. Um, Herbert, when I was watching his tape, Herbert, yeah, he was he was checked down city. Everybody was saying how he's got all this great arm talent, and he can throw the ball exactly. a mile. But every time he threw the ball downfield, uh, unless they were wide open, I didn't think his accuracy was good at all. Yeah, it was all scheme there. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a big fan. Uh, and then Jordan Love, you probably know how I feel about that. Well, actually, <laughs> that was my next question as a uh, Green Bay fan. What do you think about the Jordan Love pick? I almost threw my remote through my TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I, when I'm listening to the analysts on ESPN, I get – kind of why they did it but I think you don't groom a QB for four years three years I think you groom them from one to two that more works. realistically yeah and so at least I was your just first round pick you don't want your yeah. first round pick to be sitting for three or four years maybe if you take a guy that you're high on in the fourth or fifth round of course then you could groom him for a while let him be your backup but I I kind of agree with you there that yeah yeah, and that's what I was. That's where I was gonna go. I was like, I would have preferred you go Jake Fromm, Jacob Eason, somewhere in that range mm-hmm. later in the draft. Then I would totally be on board. But we had so many glaring needs at linebacker and wide receiver for the for how stacked yeah. of a class that was for both positions, and we didn't even touch that until like round four or five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, love. I also was not a huge fan of his film. He reminded me of Colin Kaepernick, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel that. Zell runner who's got a cannon arm but doesn't really have that great of accuracy. He kind of reminded me of a slimmer Herbert, to be honest with you. I didn't like mm-hmm. either one of their tapes, so I don't think Love ever sees the field. I think they made a mistake there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did nothing to help uh, Rodgers this year, unless you For think one, maybe bringing in some competition will help him. But I don't think Rodgers is, has that type of mindset. I think he's going to let that really get to him. Yeah, to me, it almost seems seemed like a move that maybe in the next couple of years we're talking about the uh, Packers moving on from Rodgers, or at least attempting to. Mm-hmm. Young uh, coach. Maybe they, say, maybe they saw what they got. Uh, Patriots got out from Brady and got interested. That. <laughs> yeah, well, taking five rounds later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. All right, yeah, head to you. Yeah, okay. So uh, my next question, let's start with Al again since we just had a question for Ryan. Uh, Al, uh, which of the wide receivers that were taken within the first round would you say that you're the most interested in for, like, the first-round dynasty? I really, I'm really interested in Jalen Rager. He jumped up big for me after the, that draft. He goes to Philadelphia, who also gets a great backup quarterback for when Wentz goes down, in my opinion. I'm a big Hurts guy. I like Hurts a lot, but Rager had an awful quarterback in ba- uh, in college, not Baylor. He played at TCU, um, and he jumped up to that C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy level for me. Uh, I was really high on Jerry Judy. I'm not so high on, on Locke. I think he's fine, but L.A. believes in him, so that's he might want to tread carefully. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But, yeah, Jalen Rager, really excited to see what he does in Philly. Yeah, that, that's an exciting one, and they definitely had some needs. They had a bunch of old guys, so they didn't make much off-season moves to help them mm-hmm. there. So he, he could be stepping into a really big workload. That's kind of exciting to see what could happen there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, same to you. You guys had a mock draft recently, but uh, what has kind of changed in that mock draft? So now that you yeah. know where things have gone, who would you like to take 
like first overall or who are you looking for? Oh, first overall. I mean, people kind of were a little bit disappointed in CD Lamb's landing spot. I actually like it. Okay. Uh, I, Lamb, Lamb was my number one. If you listen to the mock, I took him at 103. Um, great athlete. And I think Dallas proved that they can they can sustain 2,000-yard wide receivers because Gallup went over 1,000 yards last year. I think I think that's no question. CD Lamb has that potential to go over. He, he has the potential to be like that. 2014 OBJ, Calvin Benjamin, Mike Evans, go over a thousand yards your rookie year. Mm. Um, but one that I, that wasn't like the top three that kind of stuck out to me. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of his tape is Brandon Ayuk. Oh, really? Oh, all right, cool. And now I, the 49ers traded the Marcus Goodwin as well. So there's more room. Right. Yeah. So I think Ayuk can profile as a number one. He's six foot tall. He ran, he ran the same 40 time as CeeDee Lamb. He had a 40 inch vertical. Uh, I loved his hands on tape. Uh, he's also good with the ball in his hands, like yards after catch. And I think it proved that what I saw on tape, I, I, obviously other people saw. He went in the first round to to San Fran, and I think that's a good landing spot. I don't know if Debo profiles as a wide receiver one. I think he's that gadget guy who's going to – he'll still get you a lot of catches, and he's more of a slot guy over the middle. middle. And I, you can maybe take over that outside that outside area. I was a big fan of that. He went up my rankings even more. I kind of had him higher than a lot of people anyway, but – I have them up to number six now. Oh wow, that that that's a good take. That lots of good points there. I like what you said, uh, Al. Since we we touched uh, slightly on um, CD Lamb there, what do you how do you think that the landing spot for CD Lamb actually affects people like Amari Cooper on the team? I think it affects Cooper quite a bit because he's getting. You got to think of his contract as well. It's a big contract. Um, did he just sign that extension or? Yeah, they, yeah it was $100 million. Yeah, it was this year. Remember, they were uh, him and they were had to worry about Dak Prescott on this offseason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really – it's just a messy – it's a great fan uh, – it's a great football situation. But mm-hmm. for fantasy, it gets, a, it gets, it gets sticky there because mm-hmm. those are three guys that all are going to need targets. And it's a very pass-happy pass offense. Uh, they got that uh, Boise State quarterback as their offensive coordinator. Kellen Moore. Yeah, Kellen Moore. That's it. Um, he likes to air it out. I mean, they have enough. You've seen three-headed monsters produce at fantasy levels. Like uh, we had, we oh, had a couple of, Exactly. Cooks, yeah. Cup, and Woods. Um, if the volume's there and the talent's there, I'd say just don't try and overthink it. But how does it affect Cooper? I'm not a big Cooper guy. I mean – I'm a Cooper is a great best ball. If you ever, if anyone plays best ball leagues, uh, I know the I concept. Love, yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have to set your lineup. You don't have to pray to God that Cooper doesn't give you a zero because the best lineup you have is going to go in that day. But yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be tough trying to pick in seasonal weekly, trying to figure out who's going to have the big game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's fair enough. I think it's going to be pretty difficult. Uh, Especially for Amari Cooper owners, it's like, what do you do in this situation? And there's really no answers, especially dynasty-wise. Yeah. You don't want to trade him for nothing, essentially, now. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like, what's going to happen? Who's going to be the number one there? It's a, it's a tough situation. Yeah, hold. Think? Yeah, hold him for sure. What do you think on Yeah. Well, I think it's going to – you should be more worried about Gallup. But then again, their value is a bit different, so – True. Uh, I think Gallup takes the bigger hit at this moment, at least. I wouldn't be too worried about Cooper. I agree with Antti. Yeah. 
I think uh, to just go on the contrary to make good conversation, I think – I mean, it, it, with Cooper signing that big contract, I think that locks – they're going to want to feed him. They just paid exactly. $100 million. Yeah. So, and I think, yeah, I think Gallup takes the bigger hit. I think Cooper – yeah, he can be on and off sometimes. But, I mean, overall, he was still wide receiver 10, I think, last year in PPR. He's only 25 years old. I just think they have a two-headed monster in Gallup's. Gallup will be that more inconsistent guy. Hmm. Yeah, he, Gallup for sure is taking a hit. But it, he's less of a, he's less important to most people's rosters, at least at this point. So just hmm. thought to ask about Amari Cooper. Uh, Anthe, do you have a, a question for him? Uh, yeah, if we go to running backs now. Uh, uh, do you agree that the biggest surprise of the draft was maybe the Chiefs' first round? Uh, well, if you take Packers out, Packers pick. But if you take a running back, I mean, uh, Clyde wasn't exactly the number one running back to go off the boards in most of the uh, uh, rankings. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the big pick there? You go, Ryan. You take this one. Um, I The pick for Clyde Edwards-Solaire, I was, I was shocked. My jaw, I think, hit the ground. When they made that pick right at the end there, I was I didn't see it coming, um, but I think that's huge uh, for Clyde. I was I was like medium high on Clyde, watching all the film and everything, and wasn't down on him by any means. But boy, he uh, you can't find a better fit for him at all. Uh, that's huge. I think the running backs this class in general landed in really really good spots for fantasy. Uh, I think there's going to be six starters when it's all said and done, at least. Yeah, we actually Anthe was going through some of like the how it's worked out in the previous years for like uh, high draft capital running backs, and Anthe found that even the running backs that you would assume have taken over the roles immediately. Like, wh- who are we talking about, Anthe? We, like Melvin Gordon, Derrick Henry. Yeah, people like players. Yeah, people like that that you think took over immediately. Actually, it took them about a year for them to really take off. So it's kind of interesting to see what's going to happen with like for instance Indianapolis who does maybe not have an established running back but a running back that uh well they have established like rb2 fantasy wise right. i mean max max average like rb2 numbers all three yeah. seasons and he's quite young still so yeah it's been uh for example in my uh, I, I traded for him in dynasty before the draft so now, oh. I'm, kind of, now, now I'm kind of pumped up yeah uh, you didn't listen to our dynasty cells unfortunately no no uh but the thing was i yeah i took over the like the last place team uh in dynasty so i inherited that team and they only had mixon uh, like one startable running back joe mixon and other 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 guys like six Troubleable RBs, so mm-hmm. I just needed a fill there. So, but yeah, not not happy about Mac, but I'm still not 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 too worried. I mean, it could, uh, and I, I I still think he will be a running back too next season. What yeah. what's your take on that? I hope I'm a big <laughs> Mac guy. I got a lot of shares. I'm I'm just bumming when they took Taylor because yeah. I he's just Marlon Mac. Yeah. <laughs> like like Mac isn't great in the catching game. He's okay, but like they got the night they got Naheem Hines there. Hines for that. He had eighty two so. receiving yards last year. That's it. Yeah. Four yeah. on fourteen catches, I think it was in fourteen games or something. Yeah. My Mac gives you a good floor when you with his rushing ability. And if he had the passing, he would be in that RB one range, but not, he doesn't have the draft capital. He doesn't have the big production, so I, I, 
you might see them run him rampant because this is his last year on his deal, I think, his rookie mm-hmm. deal. So you might see him actually. But they just use their second on Taylor. So right, I, mean, that, I see both of them. Yeah, that's that's the question because I, I don't know how f- closely you guys actually follow our podcast, but Marlon Mack has been probably one of our biggest talking points. <laughs> every, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, like every single week because of Auntie's dynasty trade. And it has officially become, <laughs> and it, it's officially become like, and w- so what happened was Anthe traded not only he traded his first round pick for Marlon Mack because of course he needed the running back. It, it, mm-hmm. it was hard, but so now we have a bet going on like a long-term season bet. And the bet is uh, who's going to finish better, the third overall running back or Marlon Mack. And, third overall running back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, who knows today with overall course to call I mean, what are the chances? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Right. yeah. If you like take take a look at it, because I studied this from 2014, I checked all the first round running backs. Mm-hmm. And and they, it's like what how many like 16, no, nine running backs out from 35 or something like that finished higher than uh 140 points, something like that. And their median was 93 fantasy points hmm. when Max averaged 145. So, yeah. Last three seasons. I, I think I we. A, go for sorry, it. Right? I just have a hard time believing that they drafted just a uh, Heisman candidate in round, pretty high round two, who went over 2,000 yards like three times in college. And yeah. he's, a, he's a stud. And he, Max, not a pass catcher. And so they drafted Jonathan Taylor, who does exactly what what Mac does exactly three times as well. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I got a feeling JT they might they might split carries for a couple games, but they after might just JT, cut back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not save some? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably not because he's on that rookie deal. It's cheap, but yeah, maybe I'm try getting, to I'm, get a trade or something. But yeah. I don't think that that's going to happen at this point. That would be the best thing that could happen to you, Auntie. Would be if they could yeah. get rid of. Mac to a different team. Yeah, in dynasty like wise, at, at least. Or... Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you, Ryan. It, it, it doesn't make sense that this was potentially like they were talking that this guy could have been the first running back off the board. There's, I don't see them not using him. So, yeah. Mm. Okay, but anyway, enough about our stuff. We brought you guys on to, to talk about how you guys feel. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Al, are there any people on this year's uh, draft that not only have surprised you but have changed, like have jumped up uh, quite a lot onto your radar for like dynasty drafts this year? Um, I'm trying to think of a better answer. Than... I would, I think Dobbins dynasty wise jumped to my RB one actually. Yeah, um, it was my RB four before the draft so some that's that landing spot that's why i feel like that's a bit ridiculous but that landing spot is so juicy for someone because engram's about to be on the way out yeah for sure you you have the running back life cycle will be about even if lamar doesn't last for 10 years neither is that running back dobbins so you get four five years with lamar and that running offense he really jumped up yeah, and I mean, if they can do what they did with Ingram, imagine what they can do with a fresh pair of legs. Also, though, Chase Claypool going to the Steelers in the second round, a big tight end type receiver going to wide receiver. Like, the Steelers 
pick their wide receivers. No one picks better wide receivers than them. Yeah. So when they when they take someone, I uh, I, I take no. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, still about the Dobbins pick. What? How, how do you feel about Justice Hill now? Not good. He, he didn't see much of the field last year. Um, not good. <laughs> yeah, because he was he was quite a high pick as well, right? Yeah, he was. Was he a second, second rounder? Yeah, second rounder, I think. Yeah. I liked Hill on tape too, but I I think the the Dobbins draft pick just kind of killed him. Mm-hmm. What a great draft by the Ravens too, by the way. Yeah, do, yeah, is there anybody else of note that you want to talk about from the Ravens draft that you particularly liked? It doesn't even have to be fantasy relevant. Yeah, so, I mean, IDP, but, I mean, I just like fantasy uh, football-wise what the Ravens did. I mean, the Patriots traded out of 23 where they add a need for linebacker, and then you see Kenneth Murray and uh, Patrick Queen go, two best linebackers. But Baltimore grabbed uh, Patrick Queen, Dobbins, the running back, Duvernay, the wide receiver. I like that third round Duvernay. Oh yeah, spot. so did Harbaugh. Did you see that? He was pumped. Yeah. Do you have Ryan any sleepers? By the way, like from the third or fourth round that were picked in dynasties. Um, sleepers in the third or fourth round. Ooh. Why don't we go? I mean. Duvernay was a third round pick. I think Duvernay is really good wide receiver. He's a, he's a blazer, runs really good routes, and has great hands. Um, mm. I'd look out for running backs like Anthony McFarland and DJ Dallas to kind of turn some heads. I don't know how confident they are with Connor. He wasn't healthy last year for like a lot of it, and when he was, he was really inefficient. Now, granted, they were they were stacking boxes against him mm. because of bad quarterback play. Yeah. Uh, So that might change a, lot, a little bit. I could be wrong on that one, but I liked McFarland on, on tape. I didn't love the landing spot, but he has he's probably only got James Conner there to beat out. So yeah, just keep an eye on that one. And then DJ Dallas, we don't know what ha- what's going to happen with the health of Chris Carson or Rashad Penny. I think Penny is done. Uh, he's had his opportunities. He gets hurt, and Chris Carson beats him out every year. Now Carson's a Yeah, he's kind of yeah. He's a big. He's looking boy. thick at the end of last year. Yeah, well, it's because he never plays. He was probably just eating French fries <laughs> up there. Yeah, he was quarantining last year <laughs> on the bench. Yeah, sorry. It's good takes. Yeah, th- those are some really good takes. Uh, um, but yeah, DJ Dallas, I think, to maybe sneak up. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that that that's a really good one. Uh, he he, uh, Duvernay that you had mentioned, he's in a really good situation now in the sense that they really don't have much going on wide receiver-wise anymore. So yeah, just Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty excited. Anyway, uh, Al, same question to you, I suppose. What about some late-round guys that you have your eye on? So late-round, I guess, would be fourth, and these are two third-round guys. Or I guess it's semantics. I, I think I think first three are called premium rounds, but two guys in the third that I thought were interesting. How about Keyshawn Bond going to Tampa Bay? Yeah. yeah, I mean, they only have Rojo there. Uh, yeah, Ryan's stuck in the weird animation there. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn going to Tampa Bay. They only have Ronald Jones. Um, I feel like he could split time with them as much as I hurts my Ronald Jones stock. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another one, Buffalo taking Zach Moss. Single. Everyone thought Singletary might be the guy going forward. Yeah, that, that's why. Yeah, I had a note on that. So good that you yeah, brought what, it up. What do you got? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was surprised that Singletary did okay though last mm-hmm. year, and he looked good when he played. So I'm, I don't know what's up with that. Maybe they want to have like two back situation. Yeah, uh, he definitely he looked good down the stretch too when he was starting to get the workload, like in the playoff yeah. game and everything. But I don't know. I think Josh Allen's the RB one in that backfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. At least in goal, in goal line situations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might, might yeah. be the case. Oh, and then also uh, tight end that I liked. Uh, Oh, I'm blinking. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Take your time, man. All right. uh, Adam Tottenham out of Dayton to New Orleans. Um, great landing spot. They got Jared Cook aging. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got Taysom Hill quarterbacks with Sarmi Knife, but Adam Tottenham, good, good talent, good landing spot. Yeah. Uh, a little bit out of the – since we're, we're talking about New Orleans, what do you think of the rumors about uh, Jameis Winston being – that might become the backup there in New Orleans for a year? Any thoughts about yeah, how? Yeah, I just woke up and kind of saw those. Yeah, um, I didn't have time to really digest. I thought it was a, I thought it was good. That'd be cool. I, I like the Saints actually a lot, besides the Patriots. Um, but yeah, it'd be good for them. I mean, they only have Breeze and uh, Taysom, so you get slinging Jameis back there. I would have liked to see Jameis go to the Pats, but that's. Yeah, but you know, yeah. just so, the entertainment value. Yeah, I don't know how well uh, Jameis might work out with Bill because Jameis exactly. Is like, yeah, <laughs> it, it it would be like a reality show, almost something to watch. It would be like an awesome mm-hmm. hard knock. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. entertainment value. Yeah, that's yeah, right. another long-term bet. I'm gonna. I'm about to lose to Hayden because, <laughs> like, it was early in the early in the year when we had a bet that who will finish with uh, with higher fantasy points, Jameis or uh, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> it was just like QB two last or three, two or three last year. So yeah, because then I was pretty sure that Winston will be will be signed somewhere. Yeah, uh, we we had an argument about. Yeah, we had an argument about rankings because yeah. af- after Jameis was released, I was like, well, I, I'm definitely going to rank him quite low right now, just for anybody that's drafting. He's like, well, you know, he's going to be better than Baker Mayfield next year. <laughs> 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 no, I don't. I don't think. He's big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it worked out again quite well for me <laughs> yeah i mean over like 1k uh 5k yards and uh 33 30, 30. I'll, I'll i'll beat it's like 30 interceptions but still now he had a lasik surgery so mm-hmm. still pretty surprising that nobody's eager to start him so yeah. i mean i i really hope uh that because i also have cam below baker i hope i'm wrong on that one <laughs> yeah yeah true but ryan what do you think about uh, about these rumors welcome back by the way yeah thanks Sorry about that. uh what what rumors are we talking about here the james winston going to new orleans oh um i it's it makes sense to me kind of i think yeah if, if uh let uh, Winston kind of learn from somebody who doesn't throw the ball to the other team 30 times <laughs> for a couple of years and and uh, maybe he'll make a comeback this it would be kind of odd but it does kind of make sense to me I like it I, I like it for the uh, new on the New Orleans side yeah. a lot because of the division rivalry issue there so now that they have a guy that's been on the team of one of their division rivals for such a long time that it's going to give them an edge there you would assume yeah, no, that's good. And I mean, it's a, it's a smart football move too. You're kind of trying to uh, when ease the pain when Breeze is going to leave. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't have to draft a rookie and have a struggling year or two. Maybe 
Winston improves and just steps right in and you don't miss a beat because he's got weapons. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It also kind of takes away the fun thoughts of all that the Taysom Hill hype, I suppose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was a fun storyline that I guess is going to come to an end now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he can be like come from behind guy like when they have like 20 points to catch up. I don't see how New Orleans would have that situation but anyways and that they have nothing to lose. Why not put Winston there and try to throw <laughs> throw a few touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's true. He could he could do a couple of those game-winning drives. That would be interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Auntie, you have uh, more for them? Uh, well, yeah, basically, you both are in Dynasty Leagues, and Ryan has been uh, – Do you, are you commissioner in the league, by the way? Uh, no. So we actually have one of our first episodes we mentioned on how to, like, create Dynasty Leagues and how to try to keep them good and, and mm. full of life. And we have one commissioner, and then we have, like, a board. We can call it a board of directors. I don't know. Whatever you want I to love call it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like four out of 12 of us. It's me and the commissioner and two other guys. Um, so we have actually a meeting like once every two months just to kind of talk about any of the rules that we have in the league or anything that might be that brought up to a vote to the league. So then we don't have all 12 voices trying to come up with brand new ideas. It's more narrowed down to four of us that we can bring up in that board meeting and then mm-hmm. we would take things that we talk about to the league vote mm. uh, that's kind of how we do it we found it's just more clean and less we, up. i actually yeah. in my uh money league so like my long-term league that i run with or i don't actually run it i mean we have a board as well something similar we went through it in uh one of our previous episodes where we had our social media guys on who you guys have ch- chatted a little bit with zach he, yep. him, and I, we are on a board for our money league that we've been running now for about ten years. Nice. Yeah, cool. yeah that's cool. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it it works really, really well. Actually, yeah. I think that it's it's the way that most, especially leagues that are being taken seriously, I think that's the best way to run them. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you have any like funny traditions in your league? Traditions? Yeah, like it's been going for eight years. I'm pretty sure there's some like kind of things that you do every year or like trophies. Yeah, last so place finish like things. Yeah, so for first place we get like a it looks like a Super Bowl ring that's engraved with your team name on it and says fantasy champion on it and then the year. Uh you also get to take home the fantasy championship gavel. It's like <laughs> a 4 foot long huge ga- gavel that you get your name engraved with the year on and you get to keep that at your house for the year then bring it to the draft the next year. Uh for losers we have an engravable uh horse's butt trophy <laughs> nice. that you have to make visible in your household for a full year that's nice that's really good um, all right have you ever won the horse's butt no no i've never missed the playoffs i have the gavel sitting right over here actually. oh nice oh that's nice yeah congrats to you man uh al uh we we've talked briefly about uh like dynasty overall but since you're in our uh twitter sphere league correct yeah oh yeah who do you think that you will be targeting in this year's rookie draft for, with your first pick? Give so, everybody a little bit of insight into your draft so you're at a disadvantage. Yeah, it's a, it, I don't know how it's going to go down. I had the two pick in the draft, and it, is, it was decided by our Twitter followings who, and out of our four choices, and I ended up with uh, Christian McCaffrey. And 
I don't know how the rookie draft's going to go, so I'm probably going to have the 14th pick. Yeah, you're going to have the second to last. Okay. That sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my my running backs are, besides McCaffrey, are hurting. So, But you have two running backs in McCaffrey, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got I to gotta run it back and a receiver. <laughs> yeah. I got the wide receiver nine last year. <laughs> awesome. Um, but I'll probably go after a wide receiver because I think we're snaking it. The rookie draft is what I heard. Yeah, which is not normally how I would it's recommend not, no. doing a dynasty draft. But in, in this sense, you know, it but, is what it is. So I'll probably go after one of those high ceiling running backs on the turn there. Because yeah. I, only, I only have McCaffrey and then I have James Conner and Jalen Samuels and then Latavius Murray. Those are my oh. running backs. Yeah, and I would not feel comfortable with Conner as your yeah. running back too. Especially exactly. in the dynasty. You never yeah. know how much longer this guy's got. No. You might be able to get a guy like Antonio Gibson at that, and you don't know what he's going to do. They just they did come out and say he is going to play running back, so that just shows you they don't have a whole lot of confidence in Geis' health, and Peterson's like 89 True. years old. And so, I mean, that would be one of those like high-ceiling guys. If you don't mind, I got yeah. a question. Yeah. Who's your rookie RB1 right now? Oh, that, that Everybody. Is- I need everyone's input because I'm, I'm – I'm, losing it i have no idea anymore yeah that no that that's a really good question i i really haven't i haven't actually touched my rankings since Mm -hmm. the draft i've been kind of letting them go i'm kind of i'm personally leaning it's it's hard to not like clyde edwards yeah he's playing with Mahomes. (laughs) exactly and they they clearly saw something in him to Mm -hmm. the point that they wanted to spend their first round pick on him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. It's not like Damian Williams was a superstar, so he's not coming into anything that exactly. like, he shouldn't be able to take over. And that's that we were talking about Dallas as a high powered offense, Kansas City, like the <laughs> yeah. epitome of a high powered <laughs> offense. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would love if I could I could see because in, in my main dynasty league I have three first round picks. And I'm hoping I have the second round pick, and I'm hoping he he can land to me. So, so I got I got I got the 101 and the 104 in the rookie mm. draft, and I need a running back help. So I had Swift; he was my RB one going into the draft, and I hate I'm not touching him. Yeah, not a 101. I'll let him fall to me. But when was the last time the Lions had a good fantasy running back? Um, it's yeah. been 20 years since they've had a running back <laughs> with double digit touchdowns. Yeah, and. I mean, and it's not like we particularly think like I, I don't particularly think carry on is done. Yeah. We exactly. haven't seen anything out of him at this point. He's just been so injured. So yeah, I, I would definitely try to avoid that. that that's- wise, I love him going to the lines. I think he'll be a good player, but fantasy, I don't, I don't want to touch him. Not at 101, <laughs> not at 104. Yeah. It's sticky. I mean, what do you guys have? Auntie? I actually like DeAndre. Yeah. I don't mind him. Okay. No, I, I mean, I, uh, there's been too much hype over carry-on. I think this, like, they, they drafted, I mean, running back two. Most considered him to be, the, 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 like, the first one to go off the board. I mean, tells you something. I think they're done with carry-on. Uh, and uh, Stafford has been great last season when, with the eight games he had. So he will have touchdown opportunities. Yeah. And I agree there. Looking, looking at the tape, I mean, he's clearly a top talented running back. So... I still like him. Correct. He's my yeah, first. I don't pick. think there's a wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Clearly, we're not helping you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what about Ryan? 
I'm going to go different from everybody else, too, so just to make it even worse for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I, tried, I tried my hardest not to be a homer. I'm yeah. Like, God, everything that I watch on him, man. And I watched every single game. Yeah. So not only do I go back and watch the film, which means I've seen everything like three times. But you know, situations and when he ran, like, yeah, right. it's different. I, man, I loved everything about that size, speed, power combo. I thought his vision was great. Yeah. I think they purposely threw the ball more to him this year, too. He hardly had any receptions the previous two years. And mm -hmm. I think he had like 26 catches this year, which was only a couple off of Swift, mm -hmm. who the, the, the pass catcher. So, yeah, right. Um, I kind of agree with auntie with swift i don't mind it but unfortunately in rookie draft everybody else went to just a surefire spot so yeah drop for me in the rankings but i don't think he i think the top five or six guys you can't even go wrong that's what I'm, so i'm thinking of trying i think the move is i might trade out of the 101 if to somebody else with like the 105 and the 201 or something Maybe yeah, because you yeah, can that, get because those wideouts are gonna go too pretty early. So you're gonna exactly. get you're gonna get you could get Dobbins at one five. I mean, I've seen Swift falling to seven or eight. Right. You know, I'll take him there. One guy that we've been quite uh, quiet on that was taken quite early with a pretty high pick. Uh, what do you guys think about Cam Akers? Yeah, I forgot about him too. <laughs> I had, I had, really, I had him right pulled him up up here. I'm gonna ask that next. So. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask him about him too. I'm, I'm hijacking the podcast. Uh, no, it's all good. <laughs> I'm so interested. I want your insight on this because yeah, Cam yeah. Akers goes from Florida State without a line to LA without a line. But I mean, Darrell Henderson couldn't see the field over Malcolm Brown last year, so I think mm. Akers is gonna be the guy here. In the I mean, he's gonna have to rebound. Be. Yeah, he's gonna have to be, and he's in such a. I know I say this about everybody, but he's in he's in such a great position to like completely take over like some some. Are you there now? Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You have to repeat the question. In such a position. Yeah, he's he's in such a great position to like take over the the vacated targets and brushes from Todd Gurley. Like they're looking for the guy. They clearly love their running back on that team. So. Maybe not yeah. with the 101, but you said you had the the 104, and if you could trade down, maybe exactly the interesting guy. I could end up with Dobbins and Acres at like 104, 105, and that would be awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I would take them at 101, probably. Yeah. I don't know right now. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, Ryan. What? Yeah, sorry. Go on. No, I, I was rambling on. No, it's Ryan, what you got? No, Ryan. What What do you think about him? Ryan, I I think he's gonna Cam Acres is gonna eat. I think. <laughs> I mean, I know they do have to address that offensive line a little bit, but they're they're so good at scheming for these running backs. Todd Gurley caught a lot of balls uh, at, at at the Rams in his time there, and I think Cam Akers is a super talented runner. Makes people miss behind the line since they were constantly behind the line at Florida yeah. State. He got had to. Um, no, I think his agility, vision, uh, speed power with that he puts his shoulder down really nice on his runs and I, as far as a runner going there I'm not as worried about the line because I think he's going to get really involved in the passing game too the Rams I thought the Rams had a really nice draft for what they needed to they added another wide receiver who I, I really like as well I do kind of think he's going to be that third wide receiver who well he'll have some games it's Van Jefferson there but mm -hmm. as far as Cam Akers though I mean nobody's going to fault you for taking him anywhere from Two, three, four yeah. per thrown. Yeah. Yeah, there's okay. so, so many things this year. Yeah. Really? No, this is definitely – this has been a very interesting rookie year. Yeah. yeah. 
I would like to ask one question from you, both of you guys, for my personal benefit. Uh, I have two early second round picks. Who do you think that I should target or who would be available for me? I personally, I need, uh, like, I would maybe go for wide receivers, maybe catch, uh, like, a good sleeper running back there. So we're talking about, like, the 14th pick? Yeah. I have the 204 and uh, 203. 203 and, and 204. 12-team standard league. Okay. Yeah, um, I'd be looking for guys like uh, Brian Edwards there. I don't think mm-hmm. Michael Pittman goes there. If you could get maybe lucky with T. Higgins' landing spot, people are way too low on T. Higgins. Mm, if you I agree. Second round. T. Higgins was my wide receiver four before the draft. He slid a little bit just because everybody else's opportunity, but not much. He's mm-hmm. a really good wide receiver. Um, yeah, Brian. Yeah, pairing with Burrow, it could be interesting. At least watch the games, <laughs> if nothing yeah, else. Exactly. Or get a, get a guy if – I don't think he will, but maybe Keyshawn Vaughn falls out of the first round with how much wide receiver talent there are. I think he takes the starting job halfway through the year, or at least at least next year for sure. Same thing with Brian Edwards. He has the the pedigree, the talent, the size to be Oakland's number one X receiver in 2021. I don't think mm-hmm. he does as a rookie, but I think it's a great pair with uh, with Rugs the speed guy, and then you'll have Edwards, I think. If you can get Edwards at 203 or wherever you're at, I would. I would do that for the upside. Yeah. What about Al? These are all good checks. What about – we haven't heard – I haven't heard much about LaVisca Chenault going to Jacksonville. I think think that's – you know what what about him? I'm not – I was really low on him before, and I think Jacksonville, I'm just not – I'm just not a – I'm not a believer in him at all. The the landing spot was decent for him, I'll be honest there, but I just I'm not touching him. Okay. That's fair. Was he a senior by any chance? Mm. Do you know? I don't sure. I don't like my receivers uh not coming out early. It, it doesn't tend to bode well for them if they're not coming out early. Unless you're Cooper. Um, oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, well, Zach Moss, but that's a that's a running back. But Zach Moss, I think he might be there in the early second round. Yeah, um, going to Buffalo. Um, it's just everyone seems to be eating into their theoretical ceilings. You know, like we have all these three-headed monsters everywhere. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. All of a sudden, there's like so many people you thought were going to be safe. Yeah, and it's this is such an interesting year. I, I haven't like focused like this much on a rookie draft in quite a long time. Yeah, this, <laughs> it, this has been fantastic. Actually. Yeah, like yeah, it's gonna be quite nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm also like I was looking for T Higgins. Oh. I like I actually like the Cincinnati uh, landing spot for him since yeah. I don't see that much competition there. Uh, and then oh, yeah, also the uh, uh, what's his name? Who's going to Tampa Bay as a running back? Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. Also, so, I think he, yeah, I think he will beat out Ronald Jones from that job. What about uh, so, Denzel Mims? I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <sighs> I like Denzel Mims going to New York Jets. I like Donald. The only thing I hate is Adam Gase, but he shouldn't be there after this year, hopefully. But uh, I like not too talent. hard on the Jets offense. Mm-hmm. That's Basically. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Jets is a good place to go to ruin your career. <laughs> very fair yeah uh, to get the best thing that i've noticed like the best thing to happen to fantasy players is to be traded away from the jets 
<laughs> Same with the Bills too. I might, it might just be New York teams. Yeah, might. Well, yeah, Robert Giants, Woods. I guess. But other than that, yeah. Sammy yeah. Watkins. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I'm not a. I know a lot of people and a lot of different platforms are really high on Denzel Mims. Uh, I had him a little bit higher in my rankings at before the draft, just mm-hmm. on athleticism. I didn't really, I wasn't a huge fan of his route running. Yeah, yeah. I he's that. six foot three. I don't know if he's moving. Looks like he's moving faster than he actually is, but I didn't think his game speed was that great. He ran a heck of a forty time, but yes. I didn't. See, I didn't see that translate to the field as much. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's got really good hands. Um, and he can go up and high point the ball. But between me not being that high on him and going to the Jets, I dropped him down <laughs> all the way to my wide receiver 10. Oh, wow. So yeah. so he's still a first rounder, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're only drafting wide receivers, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess we it looks like we lost Ryan again. But uh oh, there oh he's, he's, he's back. <laughs> all right. Uh all right. but this is a question that again. I just like to uh, – it seems like we talk about the same stuff on the show all the time. And But one thing that Anthe and I were kind of in agreement with and some of our previous guests were on the same level here. But you guys, this is, this is just like a preference thing. So you guys are pretty into, into fantasy, obviously. If you were in a league, how do you guys feel about trade vetoing? I Let's just- start with Al. Uh, no vetoes. No vetoes. No, you, it, if you're, you, you, yeah, it, I, you can vote, like have a, a league vote, but if, if you're in a league where someone has to veto a trade, who are you playing in the league with? You know, right. like, like either you're playing with people who don't know what they're doing or they're, they're, they're being tools and colluding. So <laughs> yeah, nah, no vetoes. I, I'm fine with a league vote, but I'm also fine with just, letting things be yeah exactly like yeah. if it's something egregious like what do you i don't know of course collusion if you're like taking collusion out of it because collusion yeah. of course you want to kick the guy out of the league and exactly yeah but yeah because yeah. this is something that i think has been a topic now for two of our shows that have come up now so. a theme yeah it's, it's a theme so i just thought i would ask you guys ryan you you started in there sorry to cut you off you said that you sort of disagree with vetoing as well yeah, I'm on board with Al here. I don't like it. I think if you're on, if you're the commissioner, or you're, if you're on the board like me and you are, uh, I think you have to do a good job at informing if there's new members too, and getting that good group of guys or, or gals to play to play. So, mm-hmm. vetoing if you win a trade, great. I don't think you should get punished for that. And yeah, if yeah. it's if it's so bad where they don't know what they're doing, then you didn't do a great job recruiting people for your league. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had actually me and Hayden we commissioned a redraft league where it's like last year we had fifty percent of the league were newbies, like first uh, years, just to kind of yeah. like as the the theme of our show is we're trying to bring fantasy football to to yeah, Finland, and, yeah, okay. and other Nordic Nordic countries. So it's yeah. pretty new here. Like last season was first for me as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had a trade happening that uh, owner of Ty- Tyreek Hill <clears throat> uh, wanted to trade for uh, Hawkinson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he needed a tight end. Yeah. Not that badly. And and he saw one good game out of Hawkinson. And I think that that was like week three or week four. So yeah, he was he like coming back. Games. Yeah. Yeah. And he was coming back. And I think Hawkinson only, only had that one game. Yeah. That was the first something. trade I think I remember being vetoed in the past. 
10 years of my yeah, that, that, that we had to be till because it was yeah. breaking the league exactly but, but for the most part we completely agree with you guys yeah. but this, this is just something i love to ask people because yeah it's it's a hot topic especially for a lot of people it's good to have a recurring question i think on a podcast so <laughs> yeah, yeah we, to have we like to. to bring it in Yours was a little different circumstance, though, too, with everybody brand new to it. Yeah. Like, okay, let's let's talk about this now for a second. Yeah. You really <laughs> think good <laughs> Yeah. 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 That 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 was a fun time. That was a hard week. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but I could go on and talk to you guys. Literally, it seems like I could go on. I have so many things, but I think we're yeah. gonna have to end it kind of soon. So yeah, but maybe start we, to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Before we close off, uh, Ryan, is there anything that you like anybody, anything you want to say, you mentioned your show before, but like, why don't you tell us a little bit what your show is? Yeah. So we, uh, we run the podcast. It's called block in the back dynasty fantasy football, uh, run it with my longtime best friend. He's a college roommate of mine. We've both run both in the same dynasty league for eight years. We've both been successful in those leagues by, I mean, we both have championships and we've never missed the playoffs in eight years. So we, like you guys kind of nonstop talk about fantasy football. We've been talking about doing a podcast since college. So and now that this pandemic happened, we had a little bit more time on our hands. <laughs> We're like, hey, we should actually do this. And so far, it's been pretty successful. People are listening to our shows and giving us good feedback, and that's great. We uh, we encourage any listener questions on Twitter. It's at Dynasty Block. We talk about – we have different – we try to do different topics, but we like to dive into rookies to try to help you guys with your with your rookie drafts and your leagues. And then we talk – We so far, we've talked about Dynasty sells, sell candidates, Dynasty buys. Um, just to try to give you guys insights from a different perspective that you might not look at all the time. We, we dig deep into stats. We dig deep into percentage film research and we watch a lot of games on everybody. So yeah, um, so far it's been going great. We love to do it. And again, it's called block in the back. If you guys are interested and go listen, uh, you can find us on Twitter at dynasty block. Um, we'll definitely get back to you if you have any questions. Yeah. And uh, I, I quite enjoy listening to it. You're like I said, I've brought it up a couple of times, but your our rookie mock draft episode was, was excellent. So definitely anybody listening should definitely go ahead and take a listen to their podcast. I, I would have to say. I appreciate uh, yeah. Anytime, man. And Al, to you, why don't, you're just starting out, correct? Like just now getting into the podcasting game, and that's awesome. Mm. Welcome, and we're happy to have you. <laughs> yeah, but, thank you so much. Yeah, I haven't actually, unfortunately, had the time to listen to your podcast, but why don't you give us a little bit about like what it, like, what it is? So my podcast is uh, it's called Terrestrial Takes because um, it's all about remaining grounded. You know, got to stay grounded. <laughs> But um, yeah, we, I just started it a week ago or so, and I did a quick 20-minute uh, first-round mock draft, and then I did a quick 10-minute Gronk reaction piece. Oh, but, we wanted to bring that up. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll, I'll be doing more full 30, 40 to an hour episodes going forward, just getting started, tipping, uh, feeling out the water, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, terrestrial takes. It's available on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Um, I'm also streaming on Twitch at Duchesne's underscore. I'll probably be doing that once a week, so you can give me a follow there. You can follow me on Twitter at Duchesne's underscore if you want to talk to me at all. And uh, yeah, Dynasty Football Factory for all of my written articles. Awesome. Yeah, that, cool. that, that's really great. I, I'm definitely. We'll have to get a NFG subscription to the Dynasty 
what was it the football factory uh, yeah dynasty football factory yeah it's, dynasty uh, football factory i think it's 20 a year you also get a draft kings deposit with it so cool yeah well we'll have That's to cool. check that out because the thing you were talking about bill belichick yeah, you got it's me. coming. It's going to be dropping <laughs> about a week from now. Yeah, you got me with that. So I, ha- I have to listen now. But yeah. yeah. I want to go out and say that you guys do a fantastic job as well. Everything on Twitter mm-hmm. that I see from you guys, you put out great, great content. And uh, Nordic Football Guys, your podcast is uh, very entertaining, very good. Uh, fun to just sit back, relax, and listen to. So again, Agreed. I appreciate you having us on here. It was a really fun uh, episode and fun conversation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we, we try to keep it light here. So we, we, we appreciate the the kind words uh, yeah thanks that, that means a lot for sure yeah we have, we're having a we have a good time here but it's great to have a couple of, of friends of the show now i i would say so you guys yeah. are welcome back at any time and of course whatever time's good for you we would love to pop on your guys shows as well i uh, love it yeah <laughs> great but yeah. uh, anyway, with unless Auntie, you have anything else you want to say? Maybe we'll yeah. Last, I'm um, on a betting side right now. I'm <laughs> about to drop on some early Super Bowl uh, bets. So, what's your take for this season? Who's the Super Bowl winner? All right. Hello. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I, I I shouldn't be. I don't think I'm looking at it right, but I think it's got to be an NFC team this year, just simply because it's been AFC for like three years in a row. Yeah. Are you Simply thinking that. Tampa Bay? Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that that they have a good team. They do have a good team. And it, it, how awesome would it be to win a Super Bowl at home? Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. One without Bill. Um, I mean, I think I got to put it on the Saints, even though they're kind of one of my low-key favorite teams. But they get screwed right. out of the Super Bowl out of two out of three years. And yeah. NFC, Yeah. I'm going to go with Saints. Drew Brees, right. last show, he goes out on top. <laughs> Not a bad pick. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's for sure they're one of the favorites. Yeah, what about I'm, Ryan? I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go with the Ravens again. I know it's the AFC, but I saw a thing. Uh, I wanted to go with <laughs> I saw I saw a thing on Twitter that said uh, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes went on the Madden cover and won the Super Bowl. Guess who's on the Madden cover this year? <laughs> uh, oh, so that's the new Madden curse? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you win the Super Bowl immediately. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their third years right now. So, oh no, it was, or it was their third year where Mahomes, I think, won it, and now it's the same thing. It was the same exact thing for Jackson, and mm. then they added a couple more weapons. They they revamped their defense with a stud linebacker. Killed the. They're already a contender, so I think they only they did nothing but help themselves in the draft with some guys who can make immediate impact. And Lamar Jackson's only going to get better right now. I think mm. we were there's questions around his arm, and I think he proved that wrong and I think he's one of those guys that he's gonna he's got a chip on his shoulder because of that and I think he's only gonna get better and better and better at throwing the ball we know he can run like the like somebody's chasing him all the time but but I think he's gonna continue uh continue getting better with his arm and I think uh they're serious contenders this year I think they're gonna win it I love it I love how much action broke Madden. <laughs> he did break. <laughs> Michael Vick, two thousand four. Yeah, he's essentially yes. Michael Vick, two thousand four. <laughs> it, it's so true. But yeah, all right, guys. This was this was seriously awesome. So yeah, thank you yeah, guys so much for coming on. Uh, we, we'll yeah, definitely. We'll for sure have you guys again. And mm. in the meantime, thank you all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you have anything, Anthe, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Yeah, we are, going, we are in Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at NFGPod. Uh, you can find me in Twitter at FFN Analyst and Hayden at NFG Hayden. Uh, 
And also go and check out our website, nordicfootballguys.com. Yeah. And Al and Ryan, you guys should do the same. Oh, that will. Yeah, man, it's looking good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Moro, moro, mita poro. That's Finnish and it means what's up reindeer in short. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode or all of our previous episodes. We hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. That is the most important thing. Go and listen to us in Spotify, in Apple Pod and all the other major podcast platforms. And if you have any questions or you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us at NFG Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We Kiitos. hope to see you there. Moro, moro.